This episode of Rubitoon's Insignificant Podcast brought to you by In the Corner Time. Ever felt lonely? Good. You've been in the corner too long. Time to come out. Back to you, Robotuner. You're listening to Robotuner's Insignificant Podcast. You know, the reason why I never tag you on Facebook properly is because I don't know how to spell insignificant. <laughs> Susie is licking my butthole as I read you this intro, so enjoy. Broadcasting with no real intentions from Fort Worth, Texas. It's RoboTuner's Insignificant Podcast. Occurrence 76. For Sunday... June, July, shit, June 19th, 2016, in the year of what Tarzan believed that he actually was. It's weird. Sounds like a bunch of rampaging monkeys, either that or they're doing something else. I meant to do the old and but I hit the wrong one. I got in trouble. Don't you always? Mm-hmm. I thought that was your job on the show was to get in trouble. It is. It is. Greetings, RoboTuner coming at you from Castle Fujiwa, back again with that low-budget podcasting style for your listening enjoyment, amusement, disgust, or all of the above. Take your pick. Joining me once again across the table from me, give or take six or eight feet, is my existing... Romantic life partner, Sushi, Shelly. I'm you've in been, trouble. You've been demoted. I know. You were everlasting life partner. Now you're an existing life partner. Sorry. I know. I saw that. Now you just exist. I'm in trouble. Everlasting is a perception. <laughs> I'm in trouble. And also, also going, quiet intern, also joining me is the Gimp Warden, Special K. What? I need some backstory on that one to be able to comment, please. <laughs> what is a gimp warden? Why am I a gimp warden? If you ask, have to ask, you sh- you'll never know. Okay, fair enough. Crickets, please. No, it's all right. Now you're just saying crickets because you, you don't get crickets it. crickets in the first 10 seconds of the show. Well, he can because he is the cricket master. That'd be a record. All right. The gimp warden is the, th- the person that... Is the bouncer at the S and M club? <laughs> <laughs> Why? And is dressed in a gimp outfit. Can you imagine the crazy shit I would have seen at that job? <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why I said you're the gimp warden. I wish I was, because then I'd actually have some really cool things to say on like the show. Some stories. Yeah, I mean, let me tell you some stories about. Let me what tell I've you what seen. happened at work last night. I work. I work in IT. The, the only interesting thing is going home. No, there's interesting things like finding porn on Which people's Which for you computers. lasts about five minutes. Yep. This is going home. Man, we have had one hell of a weekend. A lot of shit going on. Newsworthy shit or like at your house? Newsworthy and at the house. Yeah. Well, speaking of the Tarzan movie, which I referenced in the intro, that, or speaking, I just fucked up. Speaking of Tarzan, which I referenced at the info, he actually has a movie coming out, uh, this he summer. up again. He said, as I registered the info. Info. Is that it? Who were winding? Nope. 
I was just jibber jibber jabbering. Jibba. I anyway, so I saw one of those vocal exercises before we started. Hey, Over the hey, rough and rugged you. rocks, the ragged rascal ran. Weren't you doing that when you were singing? Hey, to sit in solemn silence on a dull, dark dock in a pestilential prison with a lifelong lock, awaiting a sensation of a short, sharp shock from a cheap and chippy chopper on a big black block. You're that's, ready. And that's how white people rap, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Eminem could quote that. I bet he could. I and he'd have a little it. bit more of a bounce to his. Anyway, there's one of those panoramic 360 movie trailers online of the next Tarzan movie. You could see him like swinging through a jungle, and it was kind of cool. We actually Reminded saw me, me of that the the one for the Jungle Book that came out a couple weeks ago. Were y'all with us at Civil? No, you weren't with us. I didn't go to see Civil War. No, the Tarzan, I was. Tarzan movie uh, premiere was on uh, was one of the uh, movies they showed for the Civil War. It was. Please search your son for me. Thank you. <laughs> he just smacked him a couple times. All right, so we want to start things off on an upbeat because I got some things that. I'll need to bring the room down. Downbeat and then bring it up. Uh, um, because if I do that, I'm afraid we'll lose everybody and they'll just press stop. Hey, does anybody know what today is? Yeah, today is the gracious paternal, uh, parental acknowledgement occasion of celebratory, also known as Father's Day. Okay. Happy Father's Day, everyone. Yes, Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Hmm. Mm. And that's why we had, and that's why we were late getting started because you were bidding your father farewell, your, or right. your father's farewell. That's the only time it's acceptable. It, it's acce- uh, I acceptable. I said that's the only time it's acceptable. <coughs> oh, I thought you said acceptable. Well, maybe you need Q-tips. <coughs> I can hear just fine. Damn it! We need to drink more. Who does you I, do? Actually, I had a I had a swig of whiskey before we started. Most days, it's necessary living with her. Shit. <laughs> You are in trouble. I told you I'm in trouble. No. <laughs> it's because I talked during the introduction. That's how much in trouble I am. I can edit that out. That's not a big deal. Anyway, my band played at the Aardvark last night. And they rocked it. Your band is so good. Thank you. I'm jealous. The Aardvark, that's one of the very few clubs in Fort Worth that has been open consistently for at least 20 years. Because... Most clubs in Fort Worth don't even last nearly that long. They may, they may, shut down for a couple of years and reopen underneath, uh, at a different location with the same name. But the Aardvark, they've been there since, at least since 1995, and that's whenever I was first started going out to local clubs and seeing bands when I was in high school. Anyway, I hadn't been there in about two years, but the, they've actually given the club somewhat of a makeover. They've they put up new uh, walls. They actually have two like half garage bay doors and um, that lead that open up to the outside, which is kind of cool. But goddamn, is it hot? Oh, uh, things that they need to improve on air circulation. Yeah, of course it was like that before when we played there two years ago. Before they had those bay bay doors. I know, but see, here's the deal. Okay, if they had fans in there, 
It would yes. have been better. Like it, w- it would have still been hot, but it would have been better. Like a, a band that obviously has played in there recently brought fans with them while they were on stage. If a band is bringing a fan with them while they're playing on stage, there's a problem. Yep. And it was for the drummer, too. It wasn't just for the drummer. There was two of them. Oh, there was two? I only saw the one that the drummer... Oh, and there was three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so we got there at about 8 o'clock, and the Aardvark was actually showcasing one of the local schools of rock here. That's right. You heard me correctly. One of these... uh, There are actually a couple that I've... In the area that I've heard about where... They just these places legitimately started popping up after the movie came out that Jack Black was in, because mm, before then I didn't think they actually existed. But they're legitimate schools for like middle school and high school students, and they t- they form they they teach them how to form a band. To ha- they teach them like the basics of um, music equipment, how to take care of them, how to uh, stage presence, inter- crowd interaction. Um, choosing what kind of style that you want to play and all that stuff. I mean, it, it's it's great for young young musicians that are actually wanting to start out and actually play in a band, whether they want to make it their careers or they just want to do it for fun. I t- I'm sorry to interrupt. I was just going to add something. I, I tell you, I, I think that's really important. I mean, because you look at yeah, you look at the greatest minds in history. Look at uh, Albert Einstein, for instance. And a lot of people don't know that Albert Einstein actually played the the violin. I didn't you know, know that either. There, there's a there's a correlation between how people think and and how people are creative. You know, you'll find that the smartest people actually know how to play an instrument or know how to you know write a book or or paint a painting. And there's there's so much uh, school funding being cut in those areas. It just seems wrong. Yeah, I think it's sad too from the you know the public education sector. But that's great, what you're saying. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I no, no, it's okay. That. And when I, when we got there, the place was fucking packed. There was, would you say, there were at least uh, 60 people in there, would you say, wouldn't you say, Shelly? Or do you think yeah. there were more? And these were all, and yeah, like I said, these were all, um, uh, excuse me, these were all middle school, high school kids and their, you know, their families and their parents. Um and by the time we got there, the last band had just finished because this, their event had been going on all afternoon, and they ended it at eight. And so we got there. There wasn't. There's was barely any place to stand, much less to put our equipment to actually to actually unload from our cars. So we actually had to wait for, for about fifteen minutes or or so for the School of Rock um, to get their equipment on off stage because I think they just have the same drum set and same amps for all the bands and they just have the students bring up their guitars and, and perform anyway but they all took their sweet time getting their stuff out or um, which was kind of expected because the you know they can't give these kids too much pressure to get the hell off stage otherwise you'll get a bad reputation with the club and that kind of thing anyway well plus the staff actually had to kick all those patrons out anyway because if you weren't 18 by the time nine o'clock ru- uh, came around you had to leave because that's whenever they started serving alcohol. Anyway, so they got off stage, or, or I'm sorry, um, they got all their stuff, and we were finally able to bring our stuff in, 
and we hadn't eaten anything, so we we went across the street to Cafe Brazil uh, to get something to eat, and oh, and also your boy was with us too. Mm-hmm. It was his first. Well, actually, he's come and seen our band one other time before, but this is the first time to see a band as an adult since turning eighteen. So yeah, I got a, he got in and he, they put X's on his hands, and he actually, you know, had a good time, but. At one point, he turned to me and he said, what is this thing that we are doing? And I said, we are at a bar watching live bands. And he said, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay. Wow. Did you have any trouble getting him in with what you brought? No. And (laughs) What did the door guy say? Because I was concerned about that. It was a woman. And uh, when I first walked up, I was like, I'm here with the confounded. And... Uh, I said I'm the I'm with the band. She goes, well, they don't have a list yet. And then Jesse, your friend Jesse, yeah, Jesse Engel, walks over and he says, she lives with the bass player of the band. So yeah, she's here with them. And he and then the lady, of course, took his word, which was great. And then I said, listen, he's 18. This is my son. And I showed her his school. She goes, well, I need to see an ID. I said, all I have is his school ID, and then I have his birth certificate. And I said, I'm trying to get an ID. And she's like, okay. So she just put X's on his hands and let him in. Okay, good. I was hoping he, you weren't. they weren't going to give you any trouble for that. Like, no, we, we can only let him in if he has a state-issued ID, because some clubs are really bad about that. Well, I'm his mom, so. I know, I know. Aside from that, well, aside from that, he's old enough to furnish his own ID and not actually have to have you accompany him. Because if it was twenty-one or up, then yes, that would apply. But since it was eighteen and up, yeah. Anyway, so we were across the street at the Cafe Brazil on Berry Street, and I was there for we were there for about all of ten minutes, and I get a text message from Josh from my band saying, "Hey, they need us to set up uh, and do our sound check now," because. The first act that was going on was Rebecca, uh, Rebecca Elizabeth Downing, from I Happy Am. She was doing a solo acoustic show. She was amazing. Yeah. I love Rebecca. I think she's just. She played a lot of new stuff that she normally doesn't play in the I Happy Am sets. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Cool why, was she, why was she solo that night? You know. Uh, well, her her boyfriend, um, who also plays in I Happy Am with her, uh, Zach Zaintish, uh, I think he had another gig with his other band the phantom sensation they were out of town weren't they i think so and not for certain anyway but their uh their drummer josh burn i'm sorry brandon burnett uh broke stream burnett also plays guitar and was one of the co-lead vocalists of the phantom sensation so (laughs) and then they have a guitarist which i don't think plays in Phantom sensation i can't remember anyway or maybe it's a just a complete band swap minus the females in the bands hell i don't know Tell you, the guys in your band are some of the nicest guys I've ever met, man. They're. They, I sat and talked to Josh last week, with the exception of me. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of an ass. I don't know how you fit into that place, but <laughs> three guys in your band are awesome. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, thank you, much appreciated. Anyway, so thank you for calling me an ass. Thank you, man. I another. was. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I am an ass. Let it be known. You recognize that. Much you do about nothing, Michael. Keaton's Wasn't that character. episode whatever when she said you had a nice ass? What? What? One of our and I told everybody to touch it. Touch your ass. Oh yeah, spa- smack my space pants. That's yeah. a current seventeen. She was telling everybody you were an asshole. <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, 
we were in there for about 10 minutes and I got a text message from Josh saying, hey, they need us to get on to load our stuff on stage and do a um, preliminary sound check now. So I'm like, great. So I left and then they got their stuff to go. And by this time, I'm just fucking irritated because I hadn't eaten anything since like noon that day. Anyway, so Bobo Pooper gets really cranky when he doesn't eat. He does. He turns into a diva. We finished our sound check, then I ran back across the street. I didn't even see them that they had got their stuff to go and walked back into the yardvark with it. So I ran across the street, and then Marcus says, Matt, we're over here. <laughs> so And I know. I texted him, and I said, I'm sitting right behind you, and he didn't even check his text messages. Well, with my new phone, it only does a once. It doesn't do the like my old iPhone And see, 4. like the good girlfriend that I am, I boxed, up, I boxed the food up to go. And I took it to him so he could eat. Mm-hmm. Did you get him a Snickers bar? I should have. He's always I, I didn't need like one. a diva when he's hungry. Yep. And then... You know your I iPhone, scarfed it. You know on your iPhone you can change the vibration patterns. Yeah, I need to do that. Yes, and then I scarfed it and then Rebecca Elizabeth took the stage and she was, she was great. And You can set it to, I'm lonely, I need some help. <laughs> Jesus. Stick it in your front pocket, and then you can do your set. With Whatever. A smile. <laughs> Jeez. Ugh. So after Rebe- after Rebecca was done, we got on stage, which really didn't take us any time at all because we had already had our levels set by the sound guy. And I was sweating buckets up there. I think I was sweating more than any of the other members. Of course, Ben had his fan, which was provided by the drummer of the following band, the band following us. He was lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but except, th- except. except the crowd that was in attendance last night was not lucky by the band that preceded us. I'm not going to say their name. However, I will say that our buddy Dustin Schneider came out and took pictures of us, of Rebecca, and of Henry the Archer, which they were headlining. He's such a good guy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, whenever Dustin comes out and and takes pictures, he goes all over the place. He doesn't just just doesn't um, stay in one place. He gets side stage right at the very front, any areas that's directly accessible to him. So as we were on stage, and I may not have the I may not have the details at a hundred percent, and I'm probably going to be corrected on this after the fact. While we were on stage, and Dustin was taking pictures of us. On stage left, there is a like a small lounge area for the bands. It's just like a little little couch, leather couch, and um, a area for the bands to keep their equipment if they want to. So, Dustin, I think, was standing either like right by it or right in the uh, where where the door to that lounge area is. So here comes the other band. They're trying to they're they're loading in their stuff, and. Basically, he was told to get get the fuck out of the way, man. This is where the rock happens. I <laughs> know. <laughs> and man, that just pissed him off. And they were serious. They weren't being smart asses either. And I actually, th- <laughs> I actually thought that he got so pissed off that he left and just went home. But no, he left to get something to eat, and then he came back. <laughs> yeah, because he said, uh, "I'll be back because I'm not going to take pictures of these of these the dad band." That's what we called them. Mm-hmm. The dad band. Yeah, and that's exactly what they were. Weekend wears. It just—it looked like they just came straight from a 
did like they really, from a golf tournament. Did they really come up to him and say, this is where the rock happens? He, well, according to him, yeah. They should get their band license revoked. Yeah. Well, another another thing that they did that you're never supposed to do is you're never supposed to say the name of your band in the song. In a song. Yeah. You just don't do that. Yeah, their last song they did that. The best way I can describe this band that I'm not naming is a southern version of Nickelback. And I told everybody that I told that, uh, Richard from Henry the Archer, he said, yeah, I would rather see Nickelback than these guys. At least they're famous. Yeah, and I think... I think that uh, Dustin said, you know, it's crazy. He goes, I don't know you, but I know all the other bands. You know, he, at one point in time, he told those, the dad band, he told them that. You know, Dustin's a really nice guy until you, you know, take his favorite race car driver and turn him into Mario. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> he didn't say anything to me about that last night. Anyway, yeah. He probably and got over it. Yeah. Anyway, that this band, I just... I hope that we we're not going to play with them again because literally half the crowd left whenever they started playing. No, they brought a bunch of people with them. Oh, did they? Yeah. Hell, I wasn't they're, able to tell. They were tell. probably just as crappy as they were, and that's probably what happened. The, those are their people, and they brought their people with them, and that's why they got to play at the Aardvark. Mm. When you bring people to a club, which you know, that's why you'll go play at the Grotto a lot, and at Lola's, when you bring people in... That's when you get to play the club a lot. But your band is awesome. Uh, thank you. It was a it was a really good show. Anyway, aside from that, uh, yeah. So so after after Dad Band got off the stage, fucking um, Henry Henry the Archer headlined, and they did they did a really good show too. Yeah, I think they actually broke out a new song or two that I hadn't recognized before. There was another dude taking pictures there too. Oh yeah, you never did tell us what you said to him and what he said to you. Okay, okay so I I walked, I didn't get his name, but he runs a business called Band Stalker, Stalker Fort Worth. He is a uh, he's basically a promoter. Um, he builds websites and I think press pack packets for bands like uh-huh. digital press packets. Um, but he said that all, of all the pictures that he took last night, he said he's going to be putting them up on Facebook. He says feel free to. Feel free to cop, you know, to tag yourselves in them. Use them on your band. Use them on your band site, and you know, check out my official, my official Facebook page, my official website, and let me know if you're interested in any of the services I provide. So, I wonder how much something like that will cost y'all. I have no idea. That's we've we've gotten quotes from that before, um, and it was at the time is like way out of our budget range. So I don't know, but then again. And maybe something that you could work towards this this summer. It is very possible. It is very possible. Anyway, on the same subject, though, we're probably going to go through the pictures that Dustin took of us about two months ago. Um, it, but he did tell me that if we decide not to go with any of them or any of the sets, that he wouldn't mind reshooting us um, because the just the circumstances in which it happened. Because we had to, we went to five different locate four or five different locations, mm-hmm. and we we're just kind of. We didn't feel, except for the very last place that we were at, that any of them like were the like money shots. So, anyway, it, so after the show was over, I go back to my car, which is in the parking garage at a um, at the same building across the street where like apartments and uh, the Cafe Brazil restaurant was, and my car doesn't start. But I knew exactly what it was. It was the damn battery in my key fob. So. I had to 
walk back to walk back to the Aardvark and go to 7-Eleven next door just so I could buy some batteries to put in my uh, my key because if it's dead, you can only start it a couple couple of times, and after that, it won't let you start it. Damn. Yeah, it's the built-in security of the cards bullshit. Even though I have a physical key, it does it's stupid shit. Anyway, well, I don't know they, they that that security in cars I meant like something like my car didn't didn't help anybody from stealing my car. Uh, yeah, that is true, unfortunately. Anyway, but yeah, it was a great show, and got home about like two fifteen. I didn't even wake up till ten forty five. And I felt like kind of an ass because my family wasn't even getting together till 11.30. And I thought it was 11. Just went out for pizza. We came back and Shelly, she's been going stop since like 9 o'clock this morning. Yeah, I'm exhausted. Yeah. Were you just, were, were she you had to rebake a cake. Rebake? Like you baked it before? Yeah, so... Okay, I'm making sugar-free chocolate cakes. And... They taste really good, even though they're sugar-free. Kenneth, you can attest to this. Mm-hmm. For a, a sugar-free, carb-light chocolate cake, it's probably the best thing you're going to find. That's how I feel about it. This one did turn out really well, the one you made today. Yeah. So, a lot of the people in my family are diabetic. and Including me. Some th- There was a birthday party at my grandmother's house, so... I baked a chocolate cake, and when it came out, it crumbled, and I couldn't figure out why it crumbled. Come to find out, I forgot to put oil in it, so I had to make a whole other cake for that, and I just put them together because I was like, it still tastes fine. It just doesn't have any oil in it, and then I baked a whole big cake for here for today because my dad's diabetic, too, and we reek of sugar. that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Yeah, I know there was a lot of preparation going into everything that happened today. But I'll tell you what, that is some good sugar-free shit. It was. All right, and I'm going to bring down the room just to, for a little while here because I've there's a couple deaths that I I wanted to touch on to get away since we're we're listening to print we're listening to PM Don right now. And the reason we are as our music bed is because Atrell Cordis, also known as Prince B, one of the co-lead singers of PM Dom, passed away a couple days ago. Um, that would be yesterday. Kidney failure. Friday. Or kidney, Friday. Or the results of a kidney disease he had had for a while. I know. That it, that hurt my heart. I know. I you're a big PM Dom fan. I, I, huge. I dug their songs. I just... I think... The only thing I didn't like about it is like it seems like every one of their damn hit singles was sampling of another artist. Like this one we're listening to, it's um, "Father Figure" by George Michael. Yeah, but they made it their own. Like you can barely hear the "Father Figure" part. Yeah, you know it's "Father Figure." Yeah, they, but I think I think they did an excellent job on that. But there are some songs on their uh, CD that they didn't do that to, and they're beautiful songs. I tell you what, though, 2016, yeah, celebrities beware. Yeah, no joke. So that was one, and then I mean, look at all this. I mean, all these, all these uh, celebrities dying, and then you know Han Solo. I'm I'm just disturbed. <laughs> spoil, yeah. spoil alert! A little late for those that haven't seen the movie, which should be nobody by now because it's on digital. That, 
That's why Media. I said it. That's the only reason why I said it. <laughs> if they haven't heard that by now, I would be surprised. Yeah, no joke. Anyway, but that's not the only that's not the only celebrity that passed away over the last couple days. We had yeah Prince B, and we also had Ron Lester, who was Check probably on. most well known as one of the actors from uh, Varsity Blues. He was the really fat um, player, football, football player, yeah, with a cowboy hat. Anyway, he lived in Dallas. He he wasn't from here there originally, but um, I think he he died of a heart attack. Yeah. He was 46. He had lost a lot of weight since that movie came out, too. I saw some later pictures of him. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he looks like he maybe weighed like 160 at the most. Yeah, but you know what? This really goes to show that when you lose weight, and a lot of weight, that it's really hard on your heart. That's why I suggest that if you're fat, stay fat. Stay fat, people. Stay fat. Mm. Well, I wasn't going to touch on that subject till a little or, or later. Don't, don't do those surgeries that make you lose weight too fast yeah because you're hurt i mean it's hard on your heart you gotta lose your weight slowly like two pounds a week is acceptable after that no you cannot if you if you lose more than that you're hurting your body yeah anyway so the and the reason the reason that we're kind of advocating that right now, just not directly. And we don't know that that, that was the reason. We're mm. just making assumptions. Yeah. But go ahead. Is my, my sister, Heather, who's been on as our guest a couple times. She was hospitalized yesterday and it was actually for a heart attack. Um, she was on the way back. Well, she and her husband, Mike, who's also been on here before. They're on the way back from seeing some friends of theirs. Uh, they were driving uh, through. Uh, they were driving through Irving, and Heather started having some really bad chest pains, and um, then she started to go numb. And at whenever that happened, um, they drove. Mike drove them to the closest ER, and they got her back there. And they determined that it was a heart attack that she had actually having, and they actually suspect she may have had a lighter one on Friday. Mm-hmm. But at the time, she didn't think that that's what was going on. Um, so, anyway, they put a stint. They put a stint in her heart, and they're keeping her until Monday for observation. Uh, that's the last that I've heard. Um, but otherwise, she's okay. Um, she's supposed to be released tomorrow morning if all goes well. So, yeah, it was kind of a disheartening news. I heard from my I heard that from my mom yesterday right before you we went to our show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, you know, luckily they didn't have to do anything like a bypass. That would have oh, been... Oh, right. That would have been really scary. That would have been really, really scary. Yeah. And they say, the weird thing about hers is is they said that she may have had a little bit of blockage, but... The rest of the hundred, because she had a hundred percent, one hundred percent blockage in her artery. They said yeah. that the rest of the blockage occurred within the last couple of days. It didn't build up over time. It just one hundred percent blocked over the last couple of days. If you know, if you didn't gain weight immediately, but mm-hmm. you know, when you gain, when you lose weight really fast, your fat cells release all the, all the whatever the waste that's been built up in it and your body can't process it really mm-hmm. fast so it builds up in your bloodstream so you know 
I'm not a big advocate for. I'm a large man, and I would love to lose weight tomorrow, but I'm not really an advocate for. You know. Tell us more, gastric doctor. bypass or. Doctor Special K, tell us more. No, I just. I've been I'm told, just I've been told this Special by my K? doctor. I, didn't have to I just be a doctor wanted to, to see that. I just wanted to say that. Hey, you know what? There was a generic soft drink at Kroger called Doctor K for a while. I don't mm-hmm. know if they still carry it though. I should go Doctor K. And it had pure <laughs> sugar cane in it too. Anyway, that would show you. Well, show anyway. me what that you're a dork for when doing When you go, it? tell us, Doctor Kenneth, <laughs> and I'll be like, I'm Doctor K. Okay. Just Doctor. like every time you say the word pants, a robo tuner has to go red pants, <laughs> red pants. Or no, red when pants. he's leaving, every time he leaves someplace, he he'll even freaking yell it out the window, and be like red pants. Only to those that get it. <laughs> I don't say it to random people or just like people that don't listen to our show because they won't get it. Then I really would sound like a jack- jackass. Well, All right. Yes, I'd like to order three tacos and two burritos. Red pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like some red sauce. Red sauce for my red pants. That way, if I spill them on my red pants, you cannot see them. I think you see should it. do that. I think you should go. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to see goes, them, man. Everywhere he goes, he oh, should fuck, yell my foot's asleep. God red damn it. pants. Let me say it again. Everywhere he goes, he should say red pants. People will never forget him. They'll be like, there's that crazy mf that goes red pants all the time. <laughs> <laughs> then I have to tell them the whole story. I can see Shelly scrunching down on the passenger seat. Like, I don't know. I don't know I don't this man. I've been kidnapped. I've been kidnapped. Listen to the show. You'll know it's true. I'm being held hostage. <laughs> For ransom. All right. So one more, one more death I wanted to talk about. This one just broke news today. Um, Anton Yelchin, the actor that was no more, well, most recently known as for playing Ensign Chekhov in the J.J. Abrams directed Star Trek movies, he died either today or last night. I want to know how this sucker died. I mean, I, I've read the, the article. He got pinned between his mailbox and a car. And a car, yeah. But how the crap does that happen? Who I, was driving the car? I, I don't know. It doesn't say. Was he drunk and he got there's, out of the there's car There's really limited the details that I've seen. I kind of wonder, did he just forget to put it in park and Maybe then just went to go check reverse? his mail? And He's 27 years old. Was. Well, he still is. Mm. I mean. It's weird. Yeah, anyway. My only fear as to why this may have happened, he may have been wearing a red shirt. Yeah, he may have been. Holy crap. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. Wow. <laughs> you you and your gah. Too soon. You were bad. Okay, so have we talked about what you said about Muhammad Ali? Yeah, we have. I've actually said it on here what I said. That was terrible. Punching my ticket straight tail. You don't know you don't want to know what I said about the about the kid who got e- okay, eaten by the gator. Okay, don't bring it up again. Please. That was t- you told me already. Please. Captain Hook costume. Whatever. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, that's, e- that's even worse. He's terrible, guys. Terrible. I just want to tell everybody. Terrible. You know what? In his defense, in his defense, and, th- and this is the only thing I got for him, people deal with that kind of news in different ways, and some people go dark because uh, most comedy is born in dark places. Well, he goes real dark, like in the like nobody can see him except for his eye. But it cheers him up, <laughs> except for the white of his eyes. He's like other people. It may like go. That's horrible. 
And then a little bit later, they're going, that was really funny. I just, I didn't want to be in public and say that that was I didn't want to be the only one thinking no, no, that was funny to, as shit. Sure. You know what's even funnier? Okay, so whenever I post it on Facebook about what uh, happened, about my sister being hospitalized, Seth Haynes, formerly of the Jerry Jonestown Massacre, okay, that's a, that's a dollar, um, had actually commented saying, well, uh, is this where I get to post some kind of tacky comment just like you, you do whenever celebrity editing celebrity dies? He said, uh, you let me know, yes or no. Well, she didn't you, die. You guys, I, I'll listen yeah. to that. Remember, I told She's you I was listening to that, that episode you did back in April? Yeah, I, I about the emotional this, songs, yeah. Yeah, I, y'all were talking some tacky crap about Prince that day. We were. Yeah. That's <laughs> right, because he had just died that week. Yeah, within that week. Probably because you said something, as usual. <laughs> it, it, was, it was it, him. It, he did say something. I know. It's always him. Yeah. <laughs> He's the instigator. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to relive it. So just, <laughs> just listen to it if you want to know what we said. Yeah, okay. Keep promoting them, not us. And listen to us, please. Yes. At some point. You know. Well, I don't want to repeat what I've already said. morning dump. While you're dumping. While you're dumping. Fast forward it. Sit on your toilet and listen to RoboTuner's Insignificant Podcast. Let me tell you what RoboTuner does. It makes it come out a whole lot smoother. And you know what? It's a lot funnier in 1.5 times play. Okay, so... Because they don't want to talk like this. It it takes him 15 minutes to listen to an hour episode. And all he does is he, he speeds up the episode so that he can hear it talk faster. He gets all the content in less time. And it's funny. So maybe people should try that out. They'll not spend a lot of time listening to. Uh, <sighs> I can't. I can't believe we had twenty listeners last week. Most th- of them from Belize. I think they were bots. <laughs> I really do. What happened to the Belize guy? I he's don't. Know. I don't know. Today. I've seen him in a couple other chat rooms too. I hope he's okay. He said that his country doesn't. Uh, he has to delete all his comments because his country doesn't frowns upon that stuff. Oh, okay. So they're one of those, uh, yeah, not socialistic, but I one of those totalitarian listen- societies. I wonder why he listens to this. I mean, not saying because we's funny. Yeah, maybe to a police guy who barely speaks English. You don't know that. He was typing in English really well. Was he? Because I kind of was reading that, going. Hmm. No, no judgment. I mean, if he speaks English, he does. But oh. I would think that he would go to something a little Shut more up, mainstream. Judge I'm judging us. I'm not judging oh. him. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I got. What? That can't be all you got. Yeah, that's all I have. No it only way. took 45 minutes to get through your segment. No. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, no. We're at 38 minutes. Yeah. Hmm. I'm shocked and amazed. Are you? Yeah, because it's not as hot as it normally is from your talking and all that hot air you're blowing. You like that hot air that I blow towards you. Especially when you open up your legs. Oh, my God. (laughs) What? I didn't hear that. I'm rewinding. I didn't. (laughs) Don't try to let people think I let you do that because I don't. Everybody, just so you know. All right. You don't get to kidnap me and have your way with me. Gross. Gross. Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> that, that, okay. Okay, hold on. How does the, Do you what? have any fun facts about Stockholm Syndrome this week? No, no. no. 
<laughs> you. I'm with you, Scott. You. Okay. <laughs> he's saying it for different reasons, though. <laughs> yeah, I know what he's. I know why he's saying it. What What do you think his reasons are, Mr. Robo Tuner? I'm not, I'm not gonna elaborate. Okay. <laughs> Please don't. Oh shit. I think I Please think don't. Scott knows his reasons. You don't know his reasons. All right. Well, let me tell you what I did this week. <laughs> okay, tell us. Uh, I got to see Apocalypse, X-Men Apocalypse. Very good movie. Yeah, how was that? Very good movie. I'm not Is it disjointed plot-wise because of the whole damn pl- uh, uh, story nope. re- reboot, Some semi-reboot that they it, did? It basically starts off right after uh, Days of Future Past. or in the uh, What I've noticed so far, the first movie, First Class, takes place in the 60s. Yeah. Days of Future Past takes place in the 70s. This one takes place in the 80s. Oh, so they're working their way up. Yeah, they're working their way up. And there's only a very small part that Hugh Jackman's in. Yeah. So he was not a really big deal in this movie. Yeah. Well, he he's only signed on for one more movie for yeah. in the um, MCU yeah. or the Fox MCU. Yeah. But overall, it was a very good movie. It was really long. I mean, we it started, you know, after all the the previews, it started about eleven o'clock. Dude, a living in mud and Psylocke. Mm. And we didn't get out of the theater until one twenty. Wow. So it was pretty long, but it was, you know. Was it intense the whole time? It was pretty intense. Yeah, I think so. There was a, you know, there's some talking points, some points that weren't. There wasn't a whole lot of action, but. It, the mo- I thought the move, the storyline moved without giving anything away. The storyline moved along pretty well. Do I you mean, feel I, like? Do you feel like when you came out of the theater that you were in there for two and a half hours, or do you feel like you were in there for less time? Well, you know, I had. I don't. Yeah, I. I yeah, it was. You could tell it was really long. You're, you were kind of like, man, it does. It feels like we've been in here for two hours already, and they haven't. They haven't even beat the bad guy yet. Oh wow! <laughs> you know, wow. but but you know, it ended. It ended okay. I thought a little bit. A lot of it was a little choppy, but you know, I can't really give away any criticisms unless somebody else watches it first. And I I don't really I don't even know what the critics are saying about it. To be honest with you, it was it was a Father's Day present. Yeah. I'm, I probably would not have seen it in the theater unless. Um, Unless it was a gift like this. Would you suggest people to go see it in the theater, or do you think they should wait for DVD? It really depends on your your level of uh, uh, being <laughs> fandom of, of X-Men. I mean, if you're a fan of X-Men, I would definitely go see it in the theater. Much better experience. But uh, if you're just a casual, like to you know watch superhero movies, but not really into the X-Men specifically, I'd probably wait... Wait for uh, wait for the video release. All right. So the Kay. previews. Uh, the previews. There was a lot of good movies coming out this year. Did you uh, see Ghostbusters by any chance? No. Hmm. That was not one of them. Uh, Star Trek was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them were like uh, dramas or um, cliff uh, suspense movies. Uh huh. There wasn't I a whole lot. Of, there wasn't a whole lot of. Sus- uh, like superhero or sci-fi or anything like that that's coming out. Okay. Other than yeah. I saw Star Wars. You saw Star Wars? 
the preview, yeah. You did? Oh, yeah, they've been, they've Rogue been One. showing it for Rogue a while, One, yeah. yeah. So. All right, hold on. Intern Alex has something to say. No, hold on. Hold on. Say it. No, it's too late. Get Intern Alex is a woman. We have pictures to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> and Sushi is a gorilla. Well, that was worth it. All right, moving on. In the year of the monkey? Do not call your aunt a gorilla. Call her Magilla. Shut up. Madilla. All right, get Madilla, to your fun Madilla, facts. Magilla. 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 Matilda. Stupid fun facts. Yeah, so you can read your stupid news. Oh, he's on my side. You are in trouble. So you can sleep on the stupid couch. How do you like that? It's rather comfy. Good. Shelly. <laughs> Why are you bringing that up? Yeah. <laughs> to break oh, the tension. I didn't get to tell anybody about my day. Well, you don't get to tell your day until your segment. So. I thought. Oh, about the about the cake. You dropping off the cake? Well, yeah, I didn't get to tell the the drama part because the drama part is funny. Oh God, do we really want to go through this? Sure, why not? They don't know these people. All right, I know, but they don't know your people either. So there you go. Yeah. All right. So anyway, um, so I go drop this cake off at my grandmother's house, and. Earlier in the week, my mom decided that she was going to um, treat one of the uh, one of her cousins to a birthday cake or birthday party because she's done a lot for us. You know, even though she's brand new to us, she's she stayed with mom the whole time while mom was recovering from her surgery. She helped mom clean Aunt Tony's house before Aunt Tony had her surgery. And so she's just been doing a lot of things. So mom said she was going to have a little get together for Melissa's birthday today. Well, that started a huge drama because um, my uncle Danny's wife's birthday is this coming Friday. And so she felt left out. Well, first of all, this woman never helps anybody without being paid for it. And second... Uh, when they were down there cleaning at Tony's house, she didn't offer to help. She just came and watched to see what they were doing and then went back to report to Uncle Danny. So it's like she didn't help. And then another thing is, is that when it was mom's birthday or my birthday or anybody's birthday, she didn't throw us a party, give us a card, nothing. So why would she expect us to throw her a party? And I guess I know it's not... You do something, you rub my back, I'll rub yours. It should be, everybody should do whatever, blah, blah, blah. But she got butthurt over the fact that we're not throwing her birthday party. You know what I'm saying? You can't get butthurt over something you wouldn't do yourself. That's all I have to say about that. So anyway, I get <coughs> over there. <laughs> <laughs> I get over there, I bring this cake. It's sugar free because, like I said, my family is diabetic basically and Deb the first thing that she says to me is um, my birthday's on Friday okay and then um, I made Melissa taste the icing on the cake because it's sugar free and I wanted her to taste it and she tasted it and I said it's sugar free she goes no way and I'm like yes it's sugar free she was like oh this is good so then Deborah goes well I get a taste too and she sticks her finger in it and I was like holy crap Okay, 
So she tries it, and then mm, yeah, snowy. and she did, and then uh, she did that a lot, mm. and and that's why that noise is coming from is when she eats, she makes that noise. And when she breathes, she makes that noise. And when she stands, she makes that noise. She's constantly creaking like an old house. But anyway, so I sit down at the table with grandmother. And grandmother tells me that she loaned some money to some people. And mom starts getting upset. And I said, no, don't get upset. It's not your business. It's grandmother's. Just don't say anything. Calm down. Don't say anything. And grandmother looks at me and she starts, because mom's upset, she starts feeding the monster by saying other things. And I said, grandmother, drop it. Let's not talk about it. And she goes, well, it isn't any of her business. And then mom goes, it is my business. And no, she doesn't. And doesn't listen to the show. And um, I'm like, no, mom, it's not your business. It's grandmother's money. She can do whatever she wants to with her money. So that made mom upset. But uh, I mean, the truth is, Whatever grandmother does with her money right now is grandmother's business. She can do whatever she wants. So then we ate the cake, and I was like, I'm out of here. Peace. And I left. Because I'm done with this drama. I don't blame you. This is why I don't. Fuck go, all that. This is why I don't go to family functions. It's, uh, you know, from a, from a grandchild standpoint, you know, I don't know why my mother and her siblings are already the way that they are. I can blame grandmother probably, but they're waiting for that poor woman to die to, to swoop in and argue over who gets what. And I'm so sick of hearing about it. I know. But you know what? Grandmother instigates this. I know she does. That's why I said she's probably the one to blame. But yeah, they don't have to play her game. No, they don't. So anyway, that's the end of my story. Kenneth, fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. I don't get an intro because I'm not a diva. I mean, I can introduce you. And you're, sh- and you're sure none of these are about Stockholm Syndrome? Uh, I will have to find some. I'm sorry. I don't have Here, any. Here's my introduction. <laughs> Fun facts of Kenneth. <laughs> Fun facts of Tur- Special Turner K. Mic. Oh, that- <laughs> Turner, Turner <laughs> mic off, please. That's going to be a drop. <laughs> I did just for a second. You're banned from thinking for a minute. <laughs> you just sit down and, and rest your mind. No, that was great. You don't like it? I like it. <laughs> Fun facts of Chris K. Fun facts of Special K. Please, please Fun stop. Fun facts of Special K. Please, please go. Can I have a button to turn our mic off? Please. <laughs> for the love of God. All right. Lord. Okay, okay, <laughs> Fun facts. WTF Fun facts. <laughs> Instead of WT fun facts, yeah. WTF fun facts. Okay. What the fuck? What the fuck? A set of triplets in Orlando have become BFFs with their sanitation workers. Mr. Chad, Mr. Rob, and Mr. Andrew. Every Tuesday and Friday, the toddlers expected, excitedly run out to greet them, bring them snacks, give hugs and high fives, and sometimes even help with the garbage. And yes, I did read that first. I don't know why I stumbled. Okay. I got yelled at last week. 12-year-old Marco Arturo went more viral than influenza by trolling anti-vax parents with a video where he presents a folder filled with evidence that vaccines cause autism, but then opens the folder to reveal it actually full of blank pages. 
Okay. That's awesome. That's a, yeah. The average human poops $13 in precious metals per year. I am saving my poo. So the position of a poop smith could actually, it could actually exist. They didn't say fart. They said poop. There was a little bit of precious metals when I did that. There's some nauseous gas in that. Yeah, I didn't say there wasn't. Yeah, methane is not a commodable substance. I disagree. What the hell is commodable? Methane is used all the time to power things. Well, there's no power going on over there. They only collect it from cows, though, and cattle. No, they also collect it from uh, garbage dumps. Yep. Uh, Oh, do they? Yes. Oh. Yes. Does your dad couch or any of that? Oh, my my dad produces it. No, no, but Dad explained it to me, and yeah, they they take some of that water that comes off the landfills, and it filters out into this particular holding cell for the the liquid, and then they use it to burn burn uh, and give energy, and it and it does produce energy for certain. Well, not areas. only that, but they have that's interesting. They have enzymes that break down yeah. piles, and then they the byproducts. Of the breakdown is methane and something yep. else, usually something toxic. And they have big, it, it's like a pipe that's, I want to say it's 25 inches that it all flows through. Poop is good for the environment. Well, okay, people. Precious metals. It also works as fertilizer. Fertilizer, biodiesel. All yep. right. Every year, New Yorkers bite 10 times more people than sharks do worldwide. They bite? Bite? I thought you said buy at first. Bite. <laughs> B-I-T-E, bite. Okay, I thought you said bye. I was going to say... People bite people? I would imagine. No, they don't bite sharks. You're saying people? Every Alex. year, New Yorkers bite 10 times more people than sharks do worldwide. I don't know if that's grown-ups or children or... I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. Come here, I let me bite you. Certain medical equipment requires steel produced before the first atomic bomb test due to atmospheric radiation. Usually from ships sunken prior to World War II. World War II. Mm. 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 The love seat was not invented so two lovers could sit together. Originally, they were just oversized chairs designed to allow more space for the excessively wide woman's dresses. At the 17th and 18th centuries. Why is it called a love seat? It was renamed a love seat, but originally it was just a large chair for women with settee? huge asses. Was it a settee? No, it was the <laughs> corsets. Okay, on the, no, or, no, corsets. those like big dresses that you see. And <sighs> shut up! I don't know women. They're stuff. called bustles. Oh, okay. Bussels. Well, next time I wear a bustle, I know where, what to call it. Get your kid's bustle off my arm. Yeah, well, it's certainly not called a lovemaking seat. You could really couldn't do much in you it. You couldn't do anything on it unless you're... Y'all don't know. Well, at least not if you were laying sideways. If it, uh, oh, no. There's you know why he doesn't know? Because you won't do it with him. You're just grossed out by him talking about doing it with me, and now you want to tell him how to do it? Well, yeah, we avoid the couches because other people use them. <laughs> no, Thank that's you. exactly why we should Thank do you. it on the couches. Ew. Speaking of, I want to bring up, up. I want to bring up a nickname for Trump that I heard this week. Now, I'm not a Trump supporter or not, and I'm not a Hillary supporter. I'm oh a yeah, this supporter. is awesome. This is awesome. Tell him. I I heard this. I, I just it's so funny to me. I don't know why. 
And remember, he's a Christian. I'm a Christian, but I, 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 I think God gave us humor for a reason. But Donald Trump's nickname is Cheeto Jesus. <laughs> because he's yellow or orange, as, as RoboTuner put it. And he thinks he's God's gift to the world. So when I heard Cheeto Jesus, that made me laugh so <laughs> Just thinking about it makes me laugh. Cheeto Jesus. Cheeto Jesus. That's awesome. Um, What's funny is that I saw, um, I've seen clips of earlier interviews with him from like the 80s and early 90s. He didn't look like that before. No, I mean, he, he didn't. didn't. He didn't have that fake tan no, he, that he has now. Yeah, he's, I don't know who's his fashion guru, but yeah, fashion consultant or need to be fired, and then they also need to turn off his Twitter account. <laughs> we got one minute left on twi- on Mixler. Okay. Well, let's finish our fun facts and we'll start it over. Okay. Before news, uh, Oksana Milana was abandoned at the age of three and raised by dogs. When she was found. Uh, she walked on four four legs, barked, and completely behaved like a dog. And was renamed Mowgli. <laughs> yep. Godzilla is an official citizen of Japan. Gojira. Gojira. Uh, in the Battle of Pelusium, 525 BC. All of Pelusium. Persian soldiers used cats as shields as Egyptian religion forbade harm towards cats. Oh, that's terrible. And that is all I have for fun facts. All right. Now it's it's time for Diva News. Are you ready? Sushi News. Go. Go. Colorado Company releases wine for cats. A Colorado company is looking to help cat owners enjoy the experience of sharing a glass of wine with their pets. Drunken pussy. (laughs) The non-alcoholic beet-based cat wine was developed specifically for cats by Apollo Peak. Cats can enjoy the company's products in two varieties, including the red Pinot Meow and the white Moscato. All of our cat wine products have a proprietary blend that includes all natural organically grown catnip, fresh beets, and natural preservatives to help hold the taste and color. The company says on its website, we believe in natural ingredients for our particularly classy feline friends. With a lack of alcohol, ensures the cat won't get drunk from drinking Apollo Peaks wine, the products do contain organic catnip, which can produce a kind of drunken reaction. Uh, you know, I, I I agree with you, Scott. That does seem like a waste of good wine. But part of me was like, what does a drunk cat look like? <laughs> what do they move like? That's what I'm more I'm, interested I'm, in seeing. I would waste the wine once just to see what it looks like. Well, it's not real wine. Not really. It's beets and catnip. It's beets and cats and beets and cats and beets and cats. <laughs> Who's beating cats? That guy over there. You beat that pussy. You beat it. Ten reasons why people intentionally got arrested. Oh, this is Markham's story. Yeah. Your boy. My boy. Hey, look who it is. It's Richard. Hey, Richard. (laughs) What are you looking at? Okay. There's nobody in the house named Richard, okay? Just, he's in the chat room. (laughs) Penis cats. (laughs) Most folks don't want to go to jail. However, <laughs> there are some people who thought it was in their best interest to go to the big house. 
check out these 10 reasons why people purposely got arrested. Homelessness. Life ain't easy on the outside. So discovered a Georgia ex-con who soon after being released from prison from ba- for bank robbery allegedly hurled bricks through glass windows at federal buildings in 2011 so that he would be sent back behind bars. He's reported he claimed that he was homeless and hungry, so he would rather spend time behind bars in a federal prison than remain on the streets. He faced up to another 10-year term in the big house, which he probably considers his actual home. And you know what's sad is that a lot of people are faced with that kind of reality because they really have n- they have nothing. They well, one of the fun facts from last week: if you if you take all the uh, non-violent criminals and release them today, we are still incarcerating more people than any other country. Uh, I know. That's that's the, the even worse part about it. I'm just, no, I'm just talking about people that are in that kind of situation. Regardless of how they got there, they have no one, no means of assistance. Um, they, and they can't even get them, they can't even um, get themselves out of their situ- situation if they're homeless and they have to resort to crime just so they can have a roof over their head at night and have you know, yeah, and you know when they go to find a job, be able to eat and be able to have a bed, to, the actual bed to sleep on. Yep. If they go to try to find a job, it's a crap job because nobody that will actually pay you any money will give you a chance because you have a record. Yep. The first thing they do is a background check, and they'll see that you robbed a bank, and they'll be like, mm, "Well, they're going to rob me, so no." If they rob a bank, they'll rob where they work, so we can't hire them. Yep. Well, I'd argue that anybody is, has the capability of robbing their their own company. No matter what kind of counseling or help they got while they were in prison. Mm-hmm. All right, number two, to quit smoking. This is another reason why somebody decided they wanted to go to jail. Do you want to kick your smoking habit? Then act like one woman and assault an officer. Eda Lopez allegedly walked up to a sheriff's deputy as he was leaving his shift in Sacramento and proceeded to slap him completely unprovoked. Lopez was promptly placed under arrest and tossed in the can, just as she reportedly wanted. Why? Because she wanted to get arrested and jailed so she could stop smoking. It's a good thing nothing can ever get smuggled into the U.S. prison system. System. Not. (laughs) What the hell ever. Number three, loyalty. Now that your friend's in jail and you have nobody to play with, what do you do? Set a police station on fire and go join him, of course. What? And that's what two Canadian teens allegedly did on a badass Sunday, which are days designated to do something, well, badass. The 13 and 14-year-olds were detained on suspicion of arson after allegedly lighting up a Royal Canadian Mounted Police Station in a community in Manitoba, Canada. The teens reportedly did it so they could be flown to a Winnipeg youth jail to see their friend who was also being held for arson. Didn't they just do the ghost pepper challenge or something where they got set a police build police off a uh, police station on fire well like they said their friend was in jail and they wanted to go see him and they probably didn't have the money to do it so this was the easiest way yeah but not the smartest makes sense to me <laughs> Jesus. so for comfort this is another reason why somebody would want to go to jail are you wishing for a nice long stretch in a posh euro hotel but don't have any money just openly commit a crime in norway and that'll land you in the country's Halden prison. I remember seeing these pictures. This is fucking ridiculous. I want to go there and get in trouble. Me too. Vanity bathrooms, mini it's better fridges, than my house. flat screen televisions, and no, this isn't your apartment. It's Halden, a shiny new prison in the Scandinavian 
a country that has been branded the most humane prison on the globe. Some cells also share a kitchen and a dining room. And don't forget about the designer furniture and the indoor basketball court with a climbing wall. It's better than your local community college. Also, if you've always wanted to take a cooking or musical class, but never had the time or money, Howden can meet your needs. But before you take either course there, make sure to take advantage of their outdoor jogging trails with a band of thieves or murderers and enjoy nature. Take a break in one of the several stone chessboards for a game or two amid the beautiful trees as well. Wow, you can just take a vacation in jail. Yeah. Hey, uh, is that I, Hannibal the Cannibal over there? Hey, buddy, come over here and sit with me. What you eating over there? I know. It makes you wonder if they have, like... Yoga classes. And- no, no, no. Like, if they ha- let you have um, visitation with your significant other. I oh, mean, this would be... Oh, a, you mean like a conjugal? conjugal yeah, visit. conjugal yeah. visit right there. So, I mean, you would never have to, like, do anything. Like, you could have your conjugal visits, and then you could live in your little dorm room. Yeah, as know. incredible as a story seems, I almost wonder if it's uh, if it's real, if it's true or not. It's possible. Activism. You've got to fight for your right to prove a point, and that could even mean going to jail. I thought she was going to say party. I'm disappointed. <laughs> That's exactly what undocumented immigrants Marco, Cerev- I'm sorry, Saavedra, and Verid- Viridian. Deanna Martinez did intentionally. The 20-somethings were so passionate about immigration issues that they decided to the best way to make a difference was to publicize immigrant detainee stories that were going on the inside of the United States prison system. What was the best way to do that? They got arrested. So they got thrown behind the bars. The young activists displayed their undocumented status to cops in Florida last year. Once in the system... They were able to talk to other immigrant detainees, gather their information, and begin their storytelling process. This eventually led to the release of one woman and impacted dozens of other cases. Hell of a way to tell a story. Wow. Makes me wonder what happened to them when it was all said and done. They probably went back home. Oh. Spite. Divorce can be nasty and divorcees can be bitter. However, when you're willing to get handcuffed, and thrown in jail just to spite your ex, you may want to consider staying single. Kimberly Bivens, a 49-year-old woman from McSherrytown, Pennsylvania, intentionally got herself arrested after she broke into the home that her ex-husband won in their divorce case. She was convicted of trespassing. Furthermore, the former ice cream stand operator even went so far as to send letters to her husband's divorce attorney and her county's district attorney's office detailing her intentions to illegally set foot back in her old home. Bivens faced jail jail time, fines, and an order to never return to her ex-husband's house. Spite, it doesn't do a body good. So, here's my thing. What difference does it make if she did? Like, why would she even want to? They're divorced. Was she bitter about losing the house? Or other things, too. Like, I didn't want to be anywhere near my ex-husband after we got divorced. I didn't. Yeah. There were some hard feelings. Why do you want to go back there? I'm lucky. I I haven't seen mine in years. Yeah, you're lucky. Anyway, health care. Frank J. Morocco was tired of living in a prison 
when dealing with the American healthcare system, so he decided to go back to a life behind bars. Morocco, 46, an ex-con from Amherst, New York, who suffers from leukemia, couldn't afford health insurance upon his release from prison in late 2012 after serving 20 years for felony drug conspiracy. He needed it desperately, so he did what he had to do in order to get it. He shoplifted with the infant intent of getting arrested. Morocco knew he could get the health care he needed in prison. All he had to do was violate parole. Nothing is certain in life except for death, taxes, and aggravation from the U.S. healthcare system. To detox from heroin. There's no better way to get the H out of your system than to lock yourself in a room to be left alone with nothing but your mind, a la train spotting. Which is exactly why 20-year-old Ohio resident and heroin addict Dylan Stames allegedly got himself arrested in the summer of 2012. Police said Stames violated a temporary protection order when he visited his mother's home in the wee hours one night and was promptly arrested after she dialed 911. Stames reportedly sat and waited for police and told them that 30 days behind bars would help him get spun out of his heroin addiction. You probably saw a baby crawling on the ceiling too. The, the problem with this is, and I know this firsthand. That's a train spotting reference. Is, um, <laughs> the problem with this is, oh, I just lost my page. Damn it. Um, I know this firsthand because they go to jail. They take the time, six months even, six months in jail. They've gone to jail for six months and they get out of jail and then they start hanging around with the same damn people they were hanging out with before. Because other people won't accept them. You know, as soon as you're labeled a felon or a, or a drug addict, you're, you're basically dirty. But people don't usually attend to take you under their wing. But the problem with it is if you're hanging out with the same people and you're trying to get no, off the I'm drug. I'm agreeing with you, yeah. but I'm saying it's hard to get away from those same people yeah. because nobody else will accept you. There's a saying. guy I know. His name is um, Jason. And he has gone to jail. He has had every opportunity to stop doing it. He has had every opportunity to uh, not even hang around the people he was hanging around because they don't like him either. And he still does it. So if you're wanting to quit, stop hanging out with the people that provide you with it. Yeah. But if you're not, you're not really wanting to quit if you don't stop hanging out with them. I mean, the fact that you started the fact that you got addicted to it to begin with means that you probably have an addictive personality so right. it's going to be really hard to sit there and watch somebody uh doing drugs and not say you know all right that's it screw it i'm gonna do it you know yeah. it's like me with food and me too i am i believe food is a drug for me because i use it to i eat my feelings it's not a good thing i'm not taking up for myself but when I sit around and try to lose weight and I'm on a diet, the only thing I can think of is give me a dead gum burrito. Well, you can't sit around and try to lose weight. Sure I can. <laughs> I can sit around all day and try to lose weight. Doesn't <laughs> mean I will. No. Yeah. No, but I feel. I was going you, to say you won't get way. the results you're looking for. I. You know what? I don't necessarily eat my feelings, but I drink them. I drink Dr. Pepper's and I drink my feelings. And the minute I feel stressed. I run and get a Dr. Pepper. And it's not just Dr. Pepper. It's anything with sugar in it. If uh, 
if you could get Dr. Pepper intravenously, you would have needle marks in your arms. I would. No it shit. would be my heroin. Dr. Pepper is my heroin. I'm not addicted to smoking. I've never done drugs. I um, I mean, I don't eat. I don't really eat that many times a day. Like I eat three times a day, and I don't eat large portions when I do eat. So the sodas have to be it for me. Anyway, so there you go. Uh, being addicted to drugs is hard, and so I'm gonna have to stop going to grocery stores because they have sodas. And that's my dealer. Yeah. And I'm I'm the one that's supposed to be doing the shopping. Yeah, maybe you should. So I'll stop dry- buying sodas. Mm-hmm. Because I never buy sodas when we go. Yeah. Okay. Just can't take it anymore. I'm mad as hell, and I'm going. I'm not going to take this anymore. Okay. See ya. <laughs> this quote. Stop the show. This quote from the 1976 film Network may have been the attitude of a woman from Hamilton City, California. When she blazed a pile of telephone books and told firefighters that she wanted to be arrested because she could not handle it anymore. The cops arrived at 36-year-old Manuela Gonzalez's home to find her ranting and raving in her kitchen while sporting a bra and pants. She was handcuffed but allegedly continued to struggle, kicking at sheriff's deputies and even causing one to cut his finger. She was booked on suspicion of a resisting arrest. How can you be suspected Suspected. of Resisting arrest and battery. She was <laughs> resisting arrest and battery. We suspect that you beat us just all to hell, but we don't know for We're sure. We're the police we have to officers, and we it. can't really tell if you did or not. But we suspect that you did. <laughs> that yeah, that that terminology does not make any sense to me. The last one is perversion. There isn't any specific reason for wanting to be arrested by a female police officer by a male who makes this post. Oh, somebody posted on a fa- on a, a page. So, written by screen name R Crest two thirty two, who at the time of his posting on January the twenty fifth was between the age of forty one and forty five. This post goes on to detail how, since boyhood, he has always wished to be placed under arrest by a plema- uh, by a female officer. He wants to be handcuffed and searched, walked to her squad car, and driven to the station where he would be booked by her and another female officer and thrown into the clinker only to be released hours later without any charges. The contributor even goes so far as to actually ask the site community if anyone knows a female officer who would go through with this and help him achieve his dream. Wow, and no mention of any kind of sexual activity was even referenced in that. That's what I think is even weirder. I mean, if it's a dream, if I was an officer, I would make this dude's dream come true. But you're not, so that's not going to happen. I mean, as long as I didn't have to touch his mini penny. His mini penny? His miniature pincher? Yeah. But what if he had some other kind of dog? (laughs) I don't know. What if he even... Really? His peeny. Okay, is that better? (laughs) I know you're talking about his peeny. I was trying to derail you by using your reference as something else. All right, my last story. Juno's mission to Jupiter 7. Weird, wonderful facts about this giant planet. NASA's Juno spacecraft will reach Jupiter on July 4th. And here are a few things about the most massive planet in our solar system that you probably didn't know. I gotta get there. Hold on, guys. All right, while you're doing that, I wanna. I don't know if y'all know this, but tomorrow, June 20th, 
is tomorrow, June twentieth, is what is going to be the Strawberry Moon. It happens once every seventy years. Ooh. Strawberry Moon. We'll strawberry have to moon. look at it. We'll have to go outside and stare at it. It's a once in a lifetime thing to observe. It, but is it a different shade than a Sanguine Moon? I don't know. What if I live for another seventy years? It's supposed to be like the summer solstice, and the strawberry moon doesn't uh, does not pop out. Would that be twice in a lifetime? I don't know. Oh. It's it's called a once in a lifetime event because I guess the average person lives to be seventy five, so I guess you could technically see it twice, but mm-hmm. we're not going to. So it's moot. What if what moot. if I live to be one hundred and fifty? You don't know. God, I I hope not. Why wouldn't you hope that I live to be 150? All those people you would destroy with your personality. <laughs> in the nursing home? In the nursing Why home. would I be in a nursing home? Why can't I just be normal? Why do I have to... I don't know why you can't be normal. You've never been normal your entire <laughs> life. That's rude. What road are we going down? On the evening of July 4th, NASA's Juno spacecraft will finally reach its destination in orbit around Jupiter, the most massive planet in our solar system. Jupiter is easily visible to the unaided eye. In fact, it will be visible until the middle of August, which makes it a favorite for astronomers. Because I can't Ast- talk. Astronomers? Astronomers. <laughs> astronomers. Sorry. that was. Those um, are people who like looking at ass through telescopes. Hold on. Astronomers. Aside from the picture, picturesque Saturn. Well, okay. Okay. Jupiter's Great Red Spot, often called GRS, is a storm that has been raging for 100 years. That's the first one. While Saturn gets all the attention for its stunning ring system, it's not the only planet with rings. The rings around Jupiter were unknown until 1979 when NASA's Voyager 1 spacecraft spotted them. What? Nothing. Why? Why what? What are you shaking your head for? I'm watching you pick your nose. I Go didn't ahead. pick. I had an itch on my nose, yes. and I rubbed it. That's what we all say when we pick our hey, nose. Don't, Go ahead. Don't look at me. I didn't see her do it. I did not pick my nose. Jupiter has well, okay. the most powerful... Shut up, Farty Farterson. Jupiter has the most powerful magnetic field of all the planets in our solar system. Jupiter's enormous... 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 Gra- <laughs> Norminous astronomical. Leave me alone. How many swigs have you had over there? Nothing. Shit. I haven't Norminous had Norminous astronomers. Shut up. Jupiter's enormous gravity <laughs> means that it can often capture smaller objects. It has 53 confirmed moons with another 14 more unconfirmed. How do you have unconfirmed moons? And how do you know how many there are? Because some We're of not them. sure it's a moon, but it's unconfirmed as a moon. Because, let me tell you why. Some planets do not rotate, and some moons do not rotate around their axis of the of the planets. So they can't confirm it's a moon? Because it's on the dark side of Jupiter. Okay. Some have called Jupiter a failed star, but that's not quite correct. In order for a star, which is comprised of mostly helium and hydrogen, to form, fusion has to take place at its core. And while Jupiter is indeed... Comprised mostly of helium and hydrogen gases, it doesn't have the mass needed to begin fusion and ignite a, a star. It would have to be 80 times more massive. Technically, stars can be helium and hydrogen or hydrogen and iron. Jupiter or rotates at about 43,000 kilometers. Why is everybody <laughs> farting on me today? Gross. <laughs> not me. Was not me. 
Because Jupiter is the largest, most massive planet in our solar system, it can influence the orbits of stragglers left over from the formation of the system. God, we saw like a bunch of hillbillies. Everybody's farting on each other. That's all y'all farting on me. No, I didn't do it. Some suggest that Jupiter protects us from potential harmful asteroids and comets. While that might be true in some cases, it's not in all. And that is all I have today. Well, awesome. That means it's time for trivia. Kenneth loses every week except when he cheats, a.k.a. stop the RoboTuner. I, I almost won a couple of times. Okay, so we got That's the silver. Actually, if there were m- multiple people competing, then that would apply. Well, okay. ATX Scott's in the chat room, and he sometimes competes. Okay, just yeah. so you... Oh, dang it, Markham. All right. Ready? Yep, I'm ready. I'm not. I already asked those questions. I need more questions. Okay. Your fly's open. Henry the, Henry the Archer left. Mm. Unless he's one of the pluses. All right, you ready? Yeah, he left. Are we ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I am ready. I thought... Hold on, I have to open note because uh, the note taker is missing in action again. I want you to. You're supposed to be in here taking score. All right, not our concern. Get your ass over here. Word pad. Here we go. Is that his All new right. name? What? We can start calling him Knock. Not our concern. I got it. Nope. Okay. No, that, what singer don't use has that. That's guest starred on Charmed, Hope, and Faith, and Twins? I've already asked this, I bet. I never watched any of those shows. I have no idea. Is Twins a series or the movie Twins? The movie Twins. Guest starred? Mm-hmm. What singer? Was there a singer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no clue. I didn't think of a singer on. Let me know when you're ready to give up. I give up. Nick Leahy. Oh. Lachey. Whatever, Lachey. I always say Leahy. He was married to Jessica Simpson. Yeah, bite me. What What is the answer? How was he in Twins? I I will. What is the answer to the question... Who's that eating that nasty fruit? Posted by Janet Jackson in the hit song from her Control album. I have no idea. What? Who's that eating that nasty fruit? Yeah, in her song. Uh, Robotuner. What's the name? What's the question? What's the name of the song? Yeah. Is it Nasty Boys? Well, what's the neck? What's the answer? Who's that eating that nasty fruit? Oh, I thought that was the question. No, what no, no, song no. is that from? What is the answer to the question? Oh, I don't know. I just guessed the song that it's from. Special K, Nasty Boys? Correct. That's what I said, Nasty Boys. But you didn't say it in the right context. All right, whatever. Give it to him. (laughs) He needs it more than I do. Oh, that's messed up. (laughs) I did call RoboTuner an asshole today. I will say that. (sighs) What reality show features a group of people that live together in a dwelling... 
and isolated from the outside world, yet continuously watched by television cameras. Special K, Big Brother? Correct. Beat me to that one. Little Who piece once my ass. signed... Don't make fun of this song. Hey, 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 hey. I wonder if she left him because he said, I would die without you. That's, <laughs> that's really... That Who was, once that. signed an affidavit that she later regretted accusing Hulk Hogan of abusing Linda Hogan? Who signed it? Yeah. I don't know. I... <clears throat> Special K, Jennifer Hogan? No. Okay, Robotuner, Brooke yeah. Hogan? Yes. His, their daughter? Yeah. Okay. Where'd you know. get Jennifer? I, I don't know their daughter's name, so I was I, in the dark. I used to occasionally watch their stupid-ass reality show, Hogan Knows Best, when it was on. And that that show was really like the beginning of the end to their marriage. Okay. In Gumby... <laughs> China. <laughs> yeah, she's dead, too. In Gumby... <laughs> What do the villainous blockheads replace Gumby and his band with? Special K, Moon Clay? No. Oh my god, I haven't watched anything with Gumby in it since I was a kid. I know, me too. I know the episode you're talking about, but I have no idea what the hell they replaced it with. Blocks? No. Wow. I, Are you going to answer? I have no idea. Robots. R- robots? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. What characters in the Sim... What character... Sorry, not... What character in the Simpsons becomes obsessed with the New York Times crossword puzzle? Special K. We already did this one. Oh, we did? Lisa. Shit, I didn't know we already did this. Well, dang, we've almost gone through all the questions then, if that's the case. Oh, really? Yeah. What is the subject of the makeover in the show Extreme Makeover Home Edition? We've already done this one, too. We have? I believe so. All right, hold on. Let me try another one. If that's the case, I'm going to have to find some trivia somewhere else. Okay. Well, I'm going to open up my Father's Day present and see what color shirt that your stepmom gave me. What sitcom features... Green. <laughs> I guess right. The green pants. Okay. Like green shirt. Now you're going to look like Christmas. If I wear red pants with these, yes, I will. I've already asked these questions. You know, Jeff Jeff the Lord from Funky Town Podcast also came out to see our show last night. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he got there, he saw a dude wearing red the uh, denim jeans. And he went up to him, and he had about the same length of hair that as I did. And... He, he just saw him from the back, and he went up to him, and he's like, hey, what's up, Rip? Oh, hey, how's it going? It was uh, one of the dudes from the band Svenny Baby, but he totally thought that was me just based on what he was wearing. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was funny. What two singers parented and battled for custody of their children, Jaden and Preston? Special K, Will Smith and whatever his wife is. They're still together. Why I don't know. Jaden's the only, only Jaden I know. Okay. Robotuner, Will uh-huh. Smith, and Jada Pinkett Smith? Really? Y'all just said that, and I said, no, no that's not it. He didn't say yeah, Jada he did. Pinkett Smith. Or did he? Jesus. 
Okay. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? All right. <laughs> Why would you guess the same thing and be serious? I don't. I don't know the. Okay, I don't know the name of Will Smith's first wife. Okay. Or the mother of his older kids. <sighs> it's not Will Smith. It's not Will Smith. <laughs> okay. <gasps> okay. I'm done. In the corner time. I'm done. And you're not Britney dumb. Spears and yep. Kevin Federline. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Will what, Smith. There goes K. Fitzgerald, yo. What two? Jada Pickett Smith. <laughs> what two stars of the movie The Breakup broke up shortly after the movie's release? Uh, Special K, Jennifer Aniston, and what the hell is that dude's name? Vince. Vance. Yes. Vin- yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I'll v- give it to you. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Whoa, I don't even know how to feel about this. Kenneth is leading Matt. Yeah, and he's not even cheating. I know. Not this time. Well, well, it's been about movies. I know movies. I don't know. What What famous couple hosted the decade's most talked about yard sale at their Studio City home on December 8th and 9th on 2006? Say that again. What famous couple hosted the decade's most talked about yard sale at their Studio City home on December 8th and 9th. I know this. Uh-huh. Special K. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. No. <laughs> no. No. What do, you, what do you think it is, RoboTuner? Okay. Uh, <laughs> see. <laughs> uh, RoboTuner? Yeah. Jennifer Aston and Brad Pitt? No. <laughs> I would have gone with Will Smith or Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> I think you should have okay. in this case. Was Tori Spelling and Dean McDermott? Oh yeah, <laughs> the second horse, most famous horse lady. Okay. <laughs> the first one being Sir Jessica Parker. I what? will say though, I thought she was pretty funny in Scary Movie. What is the she name? Was in that? I didn't know. That. The second one, I think. Oh. What is the name of Christine Campbell's son in the new adventure of Old Christine? <laughs> I don't. I don't Special even know K. who that is. Will Smith and Jada Pinkett <laughs> Smith. No. <laughs> Is that you're going to be your answer for everything you don't know? <laughs> Just to have one. <laughs> RoboTuner. Yeah. Purple. <laughs> uh, no, it's going to be Richie Campbell. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> In what 1992 movie did Tom Skerritt play a reverend who fathered two boys in Montana? Special K? <laughs> <laughs> what? Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. No. RoboTuner? What? Father, don't touch my no-no square. <laughs> flowers in the attic. No way. <laughs> A river runs through it. Oh, I never saw that God. movie. A river runs through well, the okay, attic. Okay, first of all, let's stop. Well, you said Catholic priest. I want to <laughs> talk about this for a second. <laughs> Who has yeah. a no-no square? Okay, because I don't have a no-no square. Kenneth, do you have a no-no square? I have a no-no square. Yes, I it's do. It's square. Yes, there's an area around my midsection that it's a no-no to go touching. <laughs> <laughs> He's it's, the one I heard it from. <laughs> safe square. <laughs> you can't go there. That's my no-no square. Okay. All right. Jesus. <sighs> Okay, what artist concert tours have included the Little Earthquakes tour 
and the American Doll Posse World Tour. I know this one, and R- I didn't even look at the answer. Robo Tuner. What? That's what happens every time Special K farts. No. Little Earth. Little Earthquakes. Little Earthquakes. Yeah. No. What's his? What, what's the question again? What artists' concert tours have included the Little Earthquakes tour and the American Doll Posse World Tour? Special K. Oh God. Yes. Will Smith <laughs> and DJ Jazzy Jeff. No, <laughs> no. no. It's it. to, it's Tori Amos. Little Earthquakes. <sighs> Jeez. I should know this. No, I shouldn't. I don't know who that is. You don't know who Tori Amos is? I know, I know who she is. I'm just kidding. Okay. Oh, okay. What does she sing? A song. Like which one? A happy song. Whatever. She does not sing Little happy Earthquakes. songs. Little Earthquakes. <laughs> oh, Lord. Her songs are very emotional. Who lost the ring that was given to her during a marriage proposal on The Bachelorette? Special K. Yeah. Jada Pika Smith. No. <laughs> DJ Jazzy Jeff. Uh, he's a guy. Will Smith. <laughs> what? He can't get married? <laughs> <sighs> Anybody? Uh, I haven't watched a singular episode of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Trista Rain. Okay, don't know who that is. Right. Which video game features a plastic guitar-shaped peripheral to stimulate the playing of music? Special K. Yeah. Guitar Hero. Yes. It could have been Rock Band. Nope, it was Guitar Hero. Or it could have been the... Uh, Konami's Guitar Challenge. This extreme Guitar Challenge. This one that we're talking about. That came out. For, don't fucking tell me to stop. Uh, Matt? I mean, RoboTuner? He's trying to run our show. No, he's not. Yeah, you just you just sit quietly. Put and you just calm down over there, RoboTuner. Close your legs. I'm and tired of seeing 13-year-old ball sack. Just please stop. 13-year-old dinky? You're getting <laughs> Mini Penny. Anyway, <laughs> in what Paula Abdul video does Arsenio Hall appear? Oh, shit. Special K. Okay. Parents just don't understand. No. <laughs> nope. Robotuner? Yeah. You said Paula Abdul video? Yes. Mm, I'm going to guess, uh, would it be uh, straight up? Yes. Ooh. Finally got two. Because I know, I know she was. She had I was a thinking cameos. straight up because that's probably one of the only ones I know. The way that you love me is what ATX got said. Maybe he was in that one too, but the one on the card said straight up. We have to go by the card. Who plays the main character, Carl Childers, in the 1996 dramatic movie Sling Blade? Special. <laughs> you, you beat it. You beat me to what it. What was that? He's trying to do his impression of the character. You don't want to batter at the same time. To swing, and he's like, you know, oh, that's not a good ball. I'm gonna hold right here. I you didn't, didn't do that. I didn't finish my name. Okay. Special, special K. Billy Bob Thornton. Yes. Did you get the answer from? Nope. Okay. I don't believe you, but okay. There's look on the screen. There's we did not have beans. There is no excuse. I had breakfast burritos this morning. There's plenty of excuse. Father's Day. Well, all right then. All Father's right. Day's favorite breakfast. Which Special K loves breakfast burritos. 
Which Food Network celebrity claims to have consumed chicken anuses, seal eyeballs, and the beating heart of a cobra? Robotuner? Yep. Guy Fieri? Nope. Nope. Special K random cook on a channel I never watched B. No. Oh, you know what? I think I knew what, knew who it was. What? Was it Anthony Bourdain? Yes. Damn. Special K Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> oh, you can't do that. Robotuner. Will <laughs> <laughs> Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Since when do the rules matter with you people? What game show pitted luminaries, Star Jones, and Nobel Prize winner George Fitzgerald S'more the third against school children. Special K. Yeah. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? That is correct. That was a good show. I liked it. Jeff Fox. That was, was a, a total host. fucking guess. I <laughs> thought for sure I was going to get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> for her amazing work in what 2001 movie did Halle Berry win an Oscar? Robotuner. Special K. X-Men. Nope. <laughs> And you didn't even have the right. It was his. Monst- I know. That's I didn't know the answer, so I thought I would just spit out a wrong one. Robotuner. Uh-huh. Monster's Ball. Okay. I actually saw her speech, which she fucking flipped the fuck out and say, Don't you cut away the 75 years of the making. And the camera guy actually started, sh- the camera started shaking when she said that. <laughs> well, yeah, she was excited. Oh, well, yeah, but she flipped was, out. Wouldn't she, you? Well, she flipped out at the same time. And she made history. And the camera person, yeah. She made history. It was amazing. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm blanking. What what happened? She won an Oscar. For Best Actress, and she was the first African-American woman to win. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. In 2000 and what? 2001. 2001. Yeah. Wow. Took that long. There's been, God, you know, the, the movie The Color Purple. I don't know when that came out. That I mean, I got to tell you, I think that... Uh, any number of the black women on that show should have won something out of that. <laughs> yeah. Whoopi Goldberg did an excellent job on that movie. Yeah, she did. I'd, that I'm, was a good movie. I'm a little ashamed that, that that movie did not get more praise than it, it did. It all depends on who's on the committee. I don't remember why the, the book or the movie was named that. Do you guys? Do you remember the significance? Um... I can't remember. I've seen that movie like a bazillion times, and then I haven't seen it in years. I could say something really racist here right now, but I'm not going to. Why would you? <laughs> yeah, why would you? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not Seth Haynes. <laughs> There's enough hate in the world. Yeah, I'm not going to be a hater. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to hate myself. <laughs> Scott's for like Oscars are so white. <laughs> <laughs> they are. That's we saw that. That's why we're like, no, don't be racist. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how many more do we have? Okay, so I'm going to tell you Whoopi Goldberg won uh, Best Actress in a Supporting Role for a Ghost in 1990. Yeah, she was good in Ghost, too. She's a good actress That was altogether. 1991. She won that in 1991. She won an Academy Award. Ghost? And, yeah, in the Golden Globes, she won uh, Ghost and The Color Purple in 1986. Um, let's see. Emmys, she was nominated a lot, but she didn't win. In the BAFTA Awards, she won a Best Actress for Ghost, um, Academy of Science Fiction and Fantasy, Ghost, she won the award, but honestly, American Comedy Awards, she won Funniest Actress in a a Motion Picture for Sister Act, 
and Ghost. That was a good movie too. I really like and I really liked Sister Act. She's not worn an Oscar. Worn. Juan, stop it. I, but yeah. you know what? For for what she's normally played, I mean, you're talking about Jumping Jack Flash and I remember that movie, Sister Act, and uh, I miss her as an actress. I do too. I, you know, I don't really particularly care for her on the View. I'm just not a View person, but um, I like her views though because she doesn't. Um, you know, she's she doesn't go all the way left. Mm, and, well, and I mean, left or right doesn't really matter. I don't. I mean, she's just. You know what I think? It's not her political say. views. I she's don't like. She's got common sense. I just don't like to watch a bunch of people bickering. I, I just agree. Don't, I've never been that kind of guy. Yeah. She just has a lot of common sense, and I love that about Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, she's a lot more level-headed than Rosie O'Donnell was. Heck yeah. But uh, I tell you that the uh, the color purple. I, I'm not. I'm going back to this film, but it's like some. It's like a breakthrough uh, role for her because it was. It was. She's always been the the comedian, but when she played, she stepped into that role. It was it was amazing. Yeah. She did an amazing job, and then she went on and uh, bringing it up. I'm a sci-fi fan. I'm sorry, but she was on Star Trek Next Generation. Next Generation. She was yeah. A, she was a bartender. She was a bartender, she? and she, I, I, she, one of my favorite roles of hers, to be honest. Yeah. Mainly because I'm a sci-fi fan, but I did. I've watched a lot of movies. And I gotta say, as far as you know, movies that moved me, I think that uh, the color purple was one of them. Yeah. All right. So, are we done with trivia? That's it. Uh, you know who won? Special K won. Yep. Yep. And this time. Didn't even cheat. Oh, you lose. That's okay. Wow. Angry. God. Quit being a hater. No trolls. <laughs> That's right. Going middle is awesome. Okay. Guinan from Star Trek Nistering. Well, let's have PM Dom play us out. Thanks for listening once again. And as always, if you're interested in being a guest, you can drop me a line. Uh, Fujiwa, F-U-J-I-W-A-H, at gmail.com. Got any fun facts, send them to specialk at robotunerpodcast.com or gmail.com. And if you got any news stories you'd like for us to read, send them to Shelly. Sushi, S-I-U-X-S-H-I at robotunerpodcast.com or gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at RoboTunerIP. You can also call and leave a voicemail at 682-325-1696. And until next time, check out the rest of these dudes. Jerry Jonestown Massacre, Funky Town Podcast, Atypical DFW Podcast, everything on the Digital Frustrations Network, and the Intoxicated Gamer. All right. We're out of here. I'm going to let Special K celebrate his victory. In peace. Red pants. Doing the podcast. Robotuner, master of debacles. Doing the podcast. Sushi strange news. Doing the podcast. Special case fun fact. Doing the podcast. Pooping for pop cans. Doing the podcast. Get on me. Doing the podcast. Red pants theater. Doing the podcast. You can't put the chains on, Robotuner. Red pants. <laughs>